All right, so I was thinking today, right, and I, I think this quite often, um, what it, like if aliens are watching us at any point and like wondering whether they should, to use a footy term, mix in like with humans and stuff. Um, now, if they were watching the Murray Pioneer office about three o'clock this Arvo when two of my colleagues, who I won't name for their own um, for their own good, when they got Taylor Swift tickets, some of the noises I heard were abysmal. And I don't think aliens would touch us with a with a ten foot pole, mate. Were, were you? Because there was about six of us in the queue here for tickets, and and one of them got through. Were you in the queue, mate? Or nah, not not a Swifty myself, mate. No, all right. You sure you've got? Have you got a favourite Swifty song? Or oh, you belong with me. Track. <laughs> Track. Track. That's a quick answer. <laughs> Okay, welcome back to the second episode of the Game Plan Footy Podcast. Thanks to Taylor Group Media and the Murray Pioneer newspaper. My name is Ben Lennon. I'm the sports editor at the Murray Pioneer, and I'm joined by uh, Renmark, and he's told me to say this, Renmark, B-grade, best and fairest favourite, Liam Jackson. Uh, evening, mate. How are you going? Yeah, good to be here, mate. Uh, yeah, all, two, all two games I've played uh, surely come into calculation. Two games in, two games in the best. There's, there's going to be something in that. <laughs> Said I'd do this video, yeah. Absolute drive by. Um, yeah, no, you're right. You probably he didn't say any of that. Um, probably not not deserved there. But um, you have had a couple of weeks back, mate. How are you feeling? How's everything going? Uh, not too bad. Uh, yeah, the boys looked me out, looked after me. I think whoever was giving out the best on the weekend, um, <laughs> all three of my kicks must have uh, caught the eye of someone. Yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> Um, very humble as always. Look, we've got a lot to get through. Um, thanks to everyone that listened to the first episode as well. Um, did you get much feedback or, or any any comments at training during the week or anything like that? Uh, oh, a few blokes, a few blokes quoting me, but uh, and uh, yeah, just a bit of banter. But yeah, no, no, nothing uh, untoward. Do you know I had about fifteen minimum people um, tell me to sit closer to the mic. So I noticed that we've, we've we've changed our entire setup this week. So if this doesn't work, I'm um, screwed. Um, I did want to address something with you first before we crack into uh, everyone's favourite segment, things that are true. Um, you know, Grant, sports got pretty well, I'd imagine, over the years. Had a little bit to do with him as a footballer. He's a local photographer, for those that, that don't know. Puts in a mountain of hours, um, unpaid hours as well, and, and helps out the paper a lot. Um, you had a bit to do with Swatty over the years? Yeah, big Swatty. Uh, he, he's a legend. Known him since I was about... Probably twelve years old. Yeah, uh, yeah. Great, okay, great man. So if you go back a long way, this this sort of explains what I've come across on the weekend. So I've I've been trying to, obviously I put uh, a bit, now stitch up. this isn't a stitch up at all because this is factual. I sit here every Monday and try and put together, and you're looking at them right now in the paper, the the photos that Swatty um, takes of of the local footy on the weekend, and I've opened up the email that he sends me every week, and it's got um, uh, some snaps of the Redmark versus Barry Reserves game on the weekend, and I'm. I've opened up the folder and oh, first picture there's Liam Jackson. That's cool. I might put that in the paper and then um, I'll look at the second pic. Oh, that's second picture is Liam Jackson again. Um, he must have got heaps of touches. There's actually three consecutive ones of you giving away a free kick and standing the mark, which I thought was kind of funny. But um, what I want to know is how much did you pay Grant to take uh, approximately 150 photos that I had to sift through of your work on the weekend? Uh, yeah, well, I'm surprised you only got me giving away one free kick because, uh, <laughs> yeah, for the first uh, half the cook. Half the game, I was probably running at negative dream team points. <laughs> so, uh, no, nah, I'm not sure. I think Grant just uh, 
must like me. I had the sleeves on. I think that that's what yeah. just drew, drew his attention in. We'll so. we'll get into your boots theory at some point as well. But <laughs> what what kind of boots are you rocking at the moment? Uh, just just the black mate. I've, the black ones. I've, uh, I've played two games. <laughs> I haven't done any, finals any preseason. I'm just yeah, definitely a black boot operator at the minute. Yeah. Okay. Come finals, potentially if you make it, flashier ones come out, or does it stay the same? Uh, oh no, nah, it goes back to black for the for the for the finals. I think. Yeah, yep, just all yep, business. Job, job to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bit of a business. Rock up in a suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not we're not, not here to play games. Not beauty. Um, well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Also, unlike you to be giving away free kicks, given what we talked about last week, mate. Um, but enough of that. We'll we'll get into things that are true because we've got some important ones to talk about this week. All right, mate, um, we kicked it off last week and, and it's back for a second run, as are we, by the way, which I'm shocked about. We haven't been kicked off yet, uh, which is good. Um, things that are true, it's where Jacko and myself um, pick up something from from the weekend that we've realised that we believe to be true. Um, big weekend of footy just gone. Um, Jacko, you were playing it, uh, as we discussed, in the reserves at Remark, but was there something that, that caught your eye, mate, that you think is is true? Uh, yeah, my my thing that's true is uh, is Barry uh, just look looking into the future. Like uh, obviously not there, doesn't look like it'll be their year this year. But um, yeah, looking into the near future, if they can just top up with a few uh, high quality footballers, that their their young kids are um, are looking really good uh, on the weekend. Uh, just looking through through the best players here, you know, got um, Maroney and Folds and. Uh, Young lads like Peter Safalides and Tom Jolly, <laughs> uh, just just really leading the way. Brody Thompson did not leave him out. Um, yeah, I'm just, I think it's a, it was a bit of a nightmare when sort of everyone looked like everyone was jumping ship at the end of last year. But um, yeah, I think they've re- regrouped and they um, yeah might come out of, the, of it all okay if they can um, yeah stick together. Yeah, so potentially not as doom and gloom as a lot of people thought. Coming into you, you mentioned Lana. Obviously, we joke about you know Jolly and and Saf as well, who um, has played I think a million games for the, for the Demons. But do you reckon it's like obviously the kids are coming a long way, but how important is having like a couple of those older heads, which they do have? Like, how important is it as a young bloke coming through? Is it to be able to learn off guys like Saf that have done everything that they can do in country footy, like play rep teams and, and and you know represent the Riverland and and all sorts of stuff and premierships and whatnot? So is that Sort of part of it as well that they've got some good people around those kids to come through. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I think it's it's really important. Like, um, I can still remember when uh, Matt Wolf would come to Remark, and like, I just couldn't believe how how um, professional and how how he went about like the game. But leading into the game, training, like, he's always always putting in a hundred percent. Like, it's just um, yeah, it was a real eye opener for what's required to be a top level A grade footballer. Mm. Didn't, didn't help me, but <laughs> yeah. surprised me. <laughs> but at least you saw, like, he gave yeah. you an idea. Yeah. yeah. Now I know how far away I am. Yeah, so no. Thing, so. <laughs> no, that's it. No, I, I think it's a good point. And um, it's interesting what they're doing. You mentioned Mitch Folds as well. So last year was Archie Holtham's first year of A-grade footy after being a, a Jet in the under-18s and, and winning, I think he won the medal there. But um, it came into the Berry side, who were admittedly better last year than they were this year, but um, played a bit of a role off, off half-back and... and it was almost like an apprenticeship that he, he had where they'd sort of stick him there to, t- to teach him how to play the game. And then we see this year he's sort of running through the guts a bit more. And, and they're they're doing something similar, speaking to Ridgie, um earlier in the week. It, it's a similar setup to what they're doing with, with Mitch this year. But uh, And 
you know, Archie won best first year player at the RFL Awards last year, and, and Mitch should go, go bloody close this year. I think um, he's been in the best players pretty much every game that he's played, and and has played a few different roles, but mainly across that half back line. So there, there's clearly, I think, the good thing for the Demons at the moment is there's clearly like an idea of where they want to go, um, just potentially not quite yet there yet. But yeah, I think you're right. Like it's not. They're not going out and getting blown out every week. I mean, you were seen when they played Barry last time at Barry uh, when they played Redmark. Sorry, last time at Barry, they they got pumped by about 120 points or something. And and you fast forward to the week just gone, they've only gone down by uh, you know, a touch under five goals. So um, yeah, yeah they, there's definitely some improvement. They had a lot of a lot of kickable goals late in the game um, too. So that yeah, that scoreline could have been um, a lot closer. Yeah, I think that's probably where they feel it the most as well is in front of goal. They don't, they've got you know good kids around the place and, and like we said, those experienced heads. But in terms of a, a big full forward, even just a get-out-of-jail free kick really down the line, that, that's probably where they're lacking, which makes it hard. But um, yeah, like you said, they're, they're around, around the mark and, and trending up, which is good. Um, I've got a thing that is true for you. Um, it, it might be a bit of a reach, but I'm, I'm willing to back this kid in. Um Last year, you remember, I did the RFL top 25 towards the end of the year. Um, essentially, the top 25 players in the comp. It's sort of the name. I came up with the name myself. Um, it sort of explains what I was going for. But um, Harley Campbell is in the RFL top 25 at, at this point in time. Um, so a young Loxton lad. I think the first time I saw him play was last year in the curtain raiser to the Russell Ebert game. So Loxton and Wakery and... And he was good then. He, he probably had a bit to go because he, he wasn't impacting the game throughout. He'd have like a couple of flashes. Um, but this year, he's, he's just come on so, so much. And, and he's so important to that Loxton side. He's in their sort of top five or six players. And he would be um, in the top five or six in the BNF. He's played six games for the Tigers this year. Been in the best players um, every, well, I think four out of the six times. And he's good for a goal a game playing on the wing. So he, he's just a... A really likable kid in the way that he goes about his footy. He's got great decision making. He's a really good kick, um, and he's a bottom age eighteen, under eighteen's kid playing against you know some bigger bodies in the RFL, and he's actually just really holding his own. And not only holding his own, but he's become a match winner. You know, he, he kicked the goal that we thought tied the game against Barmer on the weekend. And we'll get into that a little bit more later, but um, yeah, he, he's really impressed me this year. And um, yeah, I think he's deserving of a spot in the top twenty-five at the moment. Have you seen much of him or? Uh, I saw saw a bit of him uh, when he was when he was younger, but um, yeah, I've been away for the last year and gallivanting around half of this year. So yeah, I haven't seen a lot of him um, play, playing senior footy, but yeah, he was he was a, he was a very handy, handy junior. So he's predominantly play, he can win his own ball, but he's playing sort of more of an outside role for the Tigers, and and he hasn't had the same success with Westies in the 18s this year. But I think that's probably partly down to the fact that they're, they're rock bottom of of the ladder and those outside players can get lost a little bit in teams that are getting pumped every week. Um, so he's come to, to the Tigers who, you know, they're not in the finals, you know, they're not in the top four at the moment, but um, I think everyone knows how good Loxton can be. So, um, yeah, it's it's really good signs for him. And I, I know for a fact that Luke Harder values him um, very, very highly. And if he is to go back to Westies um, when they sort of start kicking off again in the, in the coming weeks, then he's going to be a real miss for Loxton, who are, who are probably going to miss a few more as well, which we'll get into in a little bit. So that was Things to the True. Um, we'll be back in a sec um, with another one of our uh, very popular segments, Jacko. Fan favourite. <laughs> Absolute fan favourite. And these paper trails. 
Okay, so paper trails this week. The headline reads, Campbell's clutch moment in vain. Um, so it's got a lot to do with a kid that I've just spoken about in, in Harley Campbell. And um, another scoreboard um, schmozzle, I think, is probably the best way to, to describe it, mate. We saw one the, the week before against, uh, well, between Loxton and Remark in the B grade. But there was a bit of chaos at the buzzer um, between a very important game that we had a chat about last week between Barmer and Loxton. Um, have you heard what what went on? Yeah, oh, mate, that's nightmare fuel. Trying, <laughs> trying to do quick maths on the scoreboard. Oh, oh, that that takes me straight back to being thirteen years old and using yeah. my hands and fingers <laughs> trying to work out what's going on. Yeah, that's it. Um, so obviously we don't want to. You know, it's it's all in good fun. I think we covered it last week pretty well. But you know, there's there's kids that are volunteering their time for a can of coke or whatever it is to to go up and do the scoreboard, but. It just so happens that a game has gone down to the wire and um, it, yeah, it's it's created a bit of an awkward moment. So um, I'll take you through the story. Essentially what happened was um, seeing the scene, Barmer and Loxton, uh, we talked about it last week, but a massive game in the context of the ladder and, and the season. Um, Loxton travelling out to Lakeside needing a win to jump Barmer into the top four and Barmer wanted to obviously hold, in, hold on to that top four spot. So um, Barmer sort of come back right back into the game. I think they overcame like a three or four goal deficit. So they're heading into the last quarter and hit the front, not too long to go, up by seven points. Um, at that point, quite mysteriously, um, a point sort of disappeared from the scoreboard um, and it showed Barmer up by a goal instead. And then the boy that we just talked about, Harley Campbell, cops a free kick for two high. He did get his head taken off. I've, I've watched the vision of this and it's, it's definitely a free kick. It's about... 25 metres out in a fair angle. Um, so Harley's gone back to, to take his shot for goal. Um, and the siren's gone. This is, this is like what kids dream of, isn't it? Surely, like, kick after the siren to to save the game, essentially, and, and earn a draw. Um, he's gone back, cool as you like, kick the goal. Um, weird celebrations from Loxon. I think a few of the boys potentially weren't too sure what had happened. Um, and then, yeah, the, the team managers have, have come together after the celebrations have sort of warmed down um, and the goal umpires have, have ruled it a one-point win in favour of the home side. So um, Harley Campbell goes back, kicks the goal, and uh, ultimately it's it's for nothing. Jacko, what do you, what do you make of that? Yeah, you, you wouldn't have wanted to think, thought you'd won it and you're throwing the hands up in the air, done the lap of honour. <laughs> at least he thought it was for the draw. Yeah, he was pretty pumped, though. <laughs> He's given it the, the double... Like these ones, like double fist pump sort of situation. Luke Harder's come up to him. You can tell he's not really sure, but you know you don't want to call your jets on it because what if he did, you know, yeah, save yeah. the game? Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. But um, just on that, it's obviously a massive result for Barmer. Um, they're tracking pretty well at the moment. You think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They had um, had a lot more scoring shots as well. They um, locks and kicked very straight. So um, yeah, definitely. That's uh, like we said last week. That was maybe one of the spots that they were they were lacking was um, shots on goal. So um, yeah, it's good that they were able to get a score on the board and yeah, hold on. You know, everyone knows Frank's probably one of the most likable blokes kicking around in the Riverland. And do you think that's part of it as well? Like the vibes we talk about vibes last yeah. week, mate. What, what are the vibes like? I reckon you mentioned vibes about five times. So, so. <laughs> oh, so you did listen? That's good. I was here. I was here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I think I think Frank's he's def- definitely excited a few. Like even in the in the preseason, like there's a re- seemed like there was from the outside, it seemed like there was a really good buy-in um, just from what he was trying to do and 
what he was bringing across. Like it's hard to hard to argue with a bloke that's I don't want to say he's bringing across Remark's game plan, but essentially that's sort of what. What's, hap- what's happening? Like, yeah, um, I mean, it's kind of right. Like, if you you know, you've won. You're going to have similarities. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be impossible not to. Um, you know, if you're playing three flags in a row, like, it's, it's yeah, it's probably pretty normal to have that sort of rub off. But, like, he's, he's brought his own style to it as yeah, well. And, and And they'll evolve. They've, the other thing is, that it, he was talking earlier in the week about um, the amount of kids that they've got coming through and, yeah, and yeah. the ones that are making an immediate impact. It's We were talking um, in the group chat not that long ago about just because your 18s are winning games and stuff, that doesn't necessarily sort of translate through to, you know, if, if kids come into senior football. Yeah, uh, I think un, under-18s flags can be a um, yeah, it can be a bit of a tricky one because sometimes it's just big kids beating up other kids um, rather than actually having real good footballers in your side. So, um, so yeah, I think Barmer have done really well like I, I, and they've sort of done it without throwing the, throwing the bank account out of whack too much so yeah yeah um, i mean obviously we we wouldn't have a clue what what guys are getting paid but just on on the surface like a lot of that side is is barmer locals and and, and like the younger guys as well so like geordie gadaletta's come across from Remark. he made his a grade debut on the weekend sammy vanderwood as well same thing and aiden hodgson's played a massive role for them this year across half forward and, and everything so yeah it's uh, i think you're right and i think there's merit to doing it that way as well um if they do have, you know, room to splash a bit more cash next year, if if that's the way they choose to go, um, you know, if you if you're topping up what is already a good side, you know, it's it's only spells good yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, like Frank always talks about, um, like system over personnel, and um, yeah, if you can, if you've got the system, and then you also can get a bit of personnel. Yeah. Obviously, obviously that's ideal. But um, yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, exciting things if uh, they can keep. Trending the direction they are. Yeah, for sure. And a massive game this week. They're heading out to, to Wakery to play the Pies, who coming off a, a loss and, and down a couple of key players. So it should be a, a very interesting one there. If they can get a win um, over Wakery at Wakery, A, that does shitloads for your confidence, and B, just in terms of the ladder, that's, that's one step closer to you can start dreaming about a, a top two finish rather than just hanging on to the top four. So um, big things to come yeah, there. And, and did it with a real young team on the weekend like that. Frank didn't himself didn't play and yeah correct uh, ankle a, yep. yeah had a, had a couple out so um yeah I think that, I think I believe Fraser said the average age was twenty two yeah so yep. um yeah real, real young so yeah paper trail um I'm sure they'll be back next week given um the paper is making this happen so we we're, we're going to keep talking about the headlines but um yeah that was that was definitely an interesting situation on the weekend that unfolded there's been another interesting situation that's that has been unfolding and it, it has the potential to be the first thing that gets us in trouble. Um, so we'll come to that in the moment. In the new segment that I'm going to call, in my opinion, because it, it absolves me of any true responsibility. We'll be back in a sec. Hey guys, Ben here. Um, we realise that there's a, a fair to strong chance that you're seeing there thinking, geez, these guys don't know what they're talking about. Um, and that's okay. Um, what you can do is send us an email at sports at murraypioneer.com.au. That's sports with an S at murraypioneer.com.au. Anything you want to call us out on or, or even pose to us is a bit of a question that we might be able to talk about on the pod. Um, just flick an email through or you can message the Murray Pioneer Facebook page and we'll get back to you there as well. But for now, um, here's In My Opinion 
which should be interesting. All right, Jacko, we're, we're going to do this. Um, I could caveat it just to start with by saying that the club I'm about to talk about, I, I um, have great affection for. I obviously moved to this town when I, when I moved into the Riverland. A lot of good people doing a lot of good things, blah, blah, blah. But um, something has unfolded in the past month or so that has ticked me off, um, and I need to get this off, off of my chest. Um, so to begin... Um, proceedings, mate. I'm just. I, I'm not. Uh, it's a club that you're aligned. It's Remark. We're talking about Remark at the moment. Club that you're aligned with. I won't ask you to comment too much on it. Um, one question I do have, in in theory, in its truest form, what is a dog wash? Uh, that would be when <clears throat> when every team wins. So when every Remark Rovers football team in one weekend. So from let's say 13s up. So, because we won't count the nines and elevens or, or the Oz kickers, so it's when every team at the club wins has a win over the opposition. Is that is that correct? Yeah, that, that's how I would define it. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> now, there's other variations of the dog wash. You've got the bird bath at, at Wakery. I'd, I'd, that's probably arguably funnier. Um, now, we're not going to begrudge anyone for celebrating the success of their footy club. Um, they have an absolute right to do so, and they're encouraged to do so. This all started um, roughly a month ago, maybe a little bit more. Um, Remark versus Wakery, and Remark's had a win in um, the seniors of the of the men's and across all the junior grades as well. Um, and they've they've taken to Facebook to um, just let everyone know that that they've won these games and they've uh, posted that there's been a dog wash. Um, immediately copped a little bit of uh, criticism, I would say, on social media in, in the comments um, of their post, just reminding them that uh, the women exist um, and the the RWFL um, was played on the same day and Remark, in fact, went down to Wakery um, in that grade. So um, you can probably forgive it if, it if it's a one-time thing. Like, you know, that might that might just not be something that comes into your consciousness when you, you know, you're up and about. The A-grades had a really important win over, it must be said, a massive rival in Wakery as well. Um, obviously, with the Gil Lehman Cup being a thing too. So, you know, they're, they're all pumped about that. So they've done that. They failed to um, consider the women. A couple of comments saying, you know, that's not a dog wash. The women got up, which I 100% agree with. Um, I'm not I, Like I said, I'm not going to ask your opinion on it. Um, fast forward to the weekend just gone. You were a part of a dog wash, if if Facebook is to be believed. So Remark has defeated Berry in in every senior men's grade and every junior grade. And um, again, the Facebook post comes out, which is fair. Celebrate your club. Um, Berry is probably the best women's team in the history of football, um, and they've defeated Remark on the Saturday night as well. Um, so again, maybe you could. Um, I don't know. Maybe you could rule that one as a mistake too, and another oversight if they've for some reason forgotten that um, you know it's not actually a dog wash um, because not all the grades won. But <laughs> the interesting thing about this particular dog wash was that the comments were turned off on the Facebook post, um, which makes me think that they knew <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Um, so if you're going to deliberately be controversial and try and rub it in a few people's faces, um, at least leave the comments on so people can can have a crack and look I, I make a joke out of this whole thing right and but the truth is that Barry are the best women's team in the con- they've won four flags in a row um, people are going to get sick of my voice but that's fine Barry won four flags in a row and if you talk to any of the Barry women's players over that time which I have 
Um, Missy Blank was captain for a while. I spoke to her after the grand final last year. Obviously, they work their ass off to be, um, you know, good footballers, and, and they're, a, they're a sick team. Like, they're really good. Um, but the part of why women's football has flourished at Berry has been the buy-in of the men's teams and the club as a whole. Um, so they all say that they're really supported and um, and that's sort of led to just an improved culture for women's footy, which has been struggling a bit in the Riverland. We spoke last week about how the, the entire junior um, girls sort of football program needed a restructure. So now I'm not going to, I'm not claiming to talk on behalf of the the Remark women's side because they, they might not really care if, um, you know, they're included in a dog wash or not. To be honest, when I say that out loud, it sounds ridiculous. So they, they probably don't care at all. But I just think that the message that it sends to the women's team is that they're not a part of it. Like it's, if, if their result isn't counted in this dog wash, which is apparently a, a big deal, you know, I just, I, I think that's quite disheartening. Um, and yeah, that that's what's been grinding my gears for a little bit. Um, and I, like I said, I'd be willing to, you know, cop it as a mistake, but if you turn the comments off, it means you know that you're going to get backlash, which means you know what you're doing. Um, so in my opinion, I, I think next time, you know, you post about a dog wash, make sure it's a dog wash and make sure that all grades won because women's footy needs to be treated with, with more respect up here. Um, and I think part of that will be, you know, including it in things like this. Anything to add? Uh, yeah, we've uh, heard of Billy's bait, but <laughs> Ben Ben's bait just I take, could, yeah. off. <laughs> I didn't quite go at like, see him go at Ollie Robinson during the week. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was, yeah, it was pretty hard. That was unreal. Um well, I look so I look forward to the Rovers ball on the weekend, <laughs> by the way. Bring your boxes up. Yeah, actually. No, I heard, yeah. In it, seriously though, no, then no, I think you've uh, I think you've you've got a valid point, mate. And um yeah. Cool. I, you've, I, I've got you in my corner. That's good. Um Back to a lighter note in a, in a moment. Um, we're going to have a look at what's coming up this weekend in Eyes Up. All right, mate, enough of this dog wash nonsense. Um, we'll move on and uh, we'll talk about Redmark again because they're in a game of massive, massive interest this weekend. Match of the week. Uh, got the commentary boys. Again, Lennon didn't quite get a Guernsey. I actually messaged Lockie today saying, hey, mate, um, you got any gigs coming up that I might be at? Because I'm actually quite free in in July. And I mentioned that to him. He said, oh, yeah, we'll see what Nobby's doing, see when he might need a week off. So um, I'm in the the green vest again. (laughs) I think you're in the red vest. I think you've just been subbed out. It hurts as well because this is the game I'm going to go have a look at. So I'm going to be there watching those two uh, go about their business. Nah, Lockie wouldn't miss a game at Loxton North. So, um, Renmark reigning premiers, um, back to back to back, perennial challenges, taking on Loxton North, who have gone from bottom to top in the space of about eight months. So, out at Panther Park, what are you looking? Uh, what are you thinking about this one this weekend? Oh, it's going to be cold. Yeah, <laughs> you're going back to this. It's going to be cold. Yeah, it actually will be. There's no chance it's going to be yeah. one of those rare sunny days out there. It's yeah. going to be terrible. It's going to be 15 from all reports. So, uh, oh, you've done your research. Yeah, 15. Oh, well, I suppose you're playing, so you have to acclimatize. Yeah, yeah. so sit in the freezer and uh, get, get, get used to that. But um, no, it'll, it'll be a good game. Um, pretty keen to see uh, just yeah how Loxon attack it. Um, Remark will be interesting to see what happens at selection with um, a few injured players possibly coming back, or if they don't come back, it's probably even more interesting to see uh, sort of see where they're at depth-wise mm. um, against the well, best team of the comp, I suppose. Is it? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think they're playing North's best footy is is the best I've seen this year. I think that's probably not an unfair call. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, both sides have been missing players. Scotty Lewis has been in and out for, for North and two-time Timmy is probably the, the main one for Remar, but they've also missed out on, on Zuma last week and, and a couple other times and um, been without guys like Kel Marath sometimes and, and Tate Milne's out with a knee. So both sides missing a few and, and yeah, like you said, it'll be interesting to see what happens um, at the selection table. But just in terms of like a, a style clash as well, we talk about Barmer's zone and their organisation. Remark, uh, probably the prototype for that. Um, whereas North like to just run and gun. So it's going to be interesting to see how that style works against the reigning premiers. Yeah, it'll be... Uh, yeah, I've, I've said it'll be interesting about five times. Well, I'm very... Reigns, yeah, but, it's going to be uh, definitely going to be interesting. It'll be interesting. Uh, so yeah, it'll be good to see uh, yeah, if Remark can set up fast enough and um, yeah, have enough blokes um, directing and telling people where to go and... Because yeah, they're gonna have to be, gonna have to move fast to uh, yeah stop this free flowing side from uh, getting forward. Yeah, they're a, they're a quick team, locks of north, but I think um potentially their downfall in in the rare occasion that they have lost this year is that they haven't had much of a plan B, but they sort of arrested that when they took on Barmer the other week and and knocked them off and sort of showed that they can adapt. And if their running game isn't you know. Um, uh, coming off as they'd like and potentially they're turning the ball over a bit they do have the ability to be a bit more patient so um, yeah it's it, the game might be one in the coach's box more than anything just to see who can keep their boys calm and um, yeah in terms of the ladder you know it gets Remark one step closer to overturning that point deficit that they've got and, and you know charging back into the top two obviously Wakery are dropping games a little bit at the moment so the, there's definitely a gap there for the Rovers and do you think they they spoke about it a little bit last week, but they've turned a corner. They they look um you know I know they didn't belt Barry by any means, but they still look like a, a side that can definitely challenge for the, for the flag this year. Yeah, absolutely. They're um yeah they've got a, got a lot of class all over the ground. Um, uh, got big uh, big slug, big blighty up forward kicking a few goals. With yeah, double hand ball drop. So, um, <laughs> I hope it's not too windy down at Panther Park. It might help, though. It, it, it has in yeah. the last couple, couple of weeks, I'm sure. But uh, uh, no, it'll be, yeah, good, good to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next few weeks with, like you said, with Blighty. You know, I think he kicked four on the weekend and um, was very good against Loxton in the game that I watched the, the last sort of fortnight and then turned the game on its head against Barmer the week before. So yeah. it's really three, um, not match-winning performances, but there or thereabouts. They've got Alex Haynes playing in the twos. He's obviously struggled with injury for, for the first half of the year, big big smoke, and he's you know been an important part of premiership sides before. And between him, Gartry in the ruck, Jack Austin, who's enormous, um, and Blighty. That's Dane, Dane Austin. As Dane well. as well is deceptively also enormous. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of tall timber to try and work into one side. Uh, one of the positives is that uh, like. Jack and Dane both put on uh, a lot of forward pressure, um, which is absolute nightmare for halfbacks. Oh, it'd be awful. It has six, to be awful. Six foot three uh, <laughs> giants that are putting on forward pressure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a there's a, there's a lot of hands going up when the ball gets kicked in the air. So yeah, um, yeah it'll be interesting to see how they uh, what they do there because uh, Jack Austin can play anywhere. Blighty's played down back and won flags. At, in half back, but if he's kicking four goals a week, you're probably not moving him. So yeah, exactly. Um, there wouldn't be too many sides that can cover two full forwards, two yeah. half forwards. We're just thinking that, like North, for all their positives, they aren't the tallest. T- like they're they're tall, sort of average height, but they don't have any sort of big giants at either end. Like 
Ryan Proud and um, yeah, Proudly and um, Zach Aldridge are probably their two gun forwards, and neither of them are monsters or anything like that. And even at the other end, there's there's no one massive that's kicking around. It's more just a um, you know a bunch of six one six foot guy. Which I mean, is that it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I looked at you when I said that, and then I realised who I was talking to. But um, no, it's, it, yeah, if Remark can use that height to their advantage, it'll go a long way this weekend. But um, don't want to harp on about that too much. It, it should be a great game. A um, couple of other interesting ones uh, this weekend as well. We mentioned Barmer and Wakery before. That's an important game. Ladder-wise and also just confidence-wise and form-wise. The other one is Berry and Loxton. And I think if the Demons are going to win a game this year... Loxton are there for the taking, and that's not a blight on the Tigers. They're just quite undermanned. Will Gooch broke his arm. Yeah, that's... Is it Gooch or Gucci? Nah, it's Gooch. Gooch? But if you're like mates, you call him Gucci? Is yeah, that... yeah, I think that's it. At least that's how it goes. Like yeah, it. okay. Yeah, so they're missing Gooch with that, that broken arm. Um, and Ross Romeo is another one. I think there's one or two other injuries kicking about. They were down to none on the bench fairly quickly on the weekend against Barmer. So a lot of talent still out there for the Tigers, but Barry might just fancy themselves and uh, I do have it on good authority that uh, Lockie Winner was tipped Barry this week Oof. so if there was ever a certainty that Loxton are going to win yes. um, that, that's probably it right there unfortunately um, yeah do you, we, any chance do you think of the Demons getting up oh, oh you, you've, you've got to go into the game thinking you're a chance and um, yeah I think they're, uh, they're the way they played against Remark if they can bring some, something similar and um yeah, get on get on the scoreboard. Yeah, definitely no reason they they can't win. For sure. All right, big weekend ahead, and we'll wrap it up in a minute. Okay, Jacko, we're we're done for another week, and we've ended on a, a massive note that if you score more than the other team, you're going to win. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, groundbreaking stuff. Um, As yeah, you'd expect on the game plan footy yeah, podcast. Won't have to copyright that. Um, put in put in a book. So any <laughs> any coaches that um yeah need a bit of. In a bit of advice, just yeah, hit me up. Score more, concede less. Um, look, we've had, we had a couple of people wanting to get in touch with us, um, just via word of mouth has been the case at the moment. But um, I should say, and I left it out last week, we're, we're open to mailbag type segments, I would I would say. Um, if you do have a, a message for either myself or Jacko and want us to, to bring it up on the Game Plan Footy podcast, just text in to 0448629186. That's the Murray Pioneer text phone. All those will be redirected to myself. Um, or you can contact that's, Sport. That's not, your, not your personal number? No, no. <laughs> Although most people can have that if they ask. Um, uh, you can also email sports at murraypioneer.com.au. You might even feature him in the paper in the in the um, opinion section or have a look at the Game Plan Weekly budget as well. Um, thanks for joining us again. We will once again hope to be back next week, barring any form of cancellation or if I don't make it out of the Rovers' ball alive on the weekend. Um, Jacko, have you had a good episode, mate? Yeah, mate. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'll if it if it comes to a fist fight, I'll not be helping. On <laughs> That's right. I I would expect nothing less, particularly uh, all the tall timber that we just talked about <laughs> at Remark. Um, yeah, not, I've witnessed that and it is true um, yeah thanks for listening um, we'll, we'll chat to you again soon but enjoy the weekend um, and yeah get out to the footy and get, and get amongst it mix in thanks to the Murray Pioneer as well should mention that making it all happen so uh, yep grab your Pioneer what did you say last week yeah grab your paper at all the good paper shops yep that's it